Hey there, welcome to the Kitchen Sink Podcast. I'm Camille, and this is the podcast for women that want to create a dream kitchen without stress and costing a fortune. If you like no fluff, tell it like it is remodeling advice from a cabinet maker with over 30 years experience, then you are in the right place. I am so glad you're here. Let's dive in. Hey guys, happy Thanksgiving week. Um, I know so many of you are either traveling or just getting back. So much going on with family, so much to be thankful for. Um, And I just wanted to pop in here real quick and make a recipe for you slash with you that I've used for quite a few years that I think uh, might be something that can help you guys out if you have a lot of extra turkey. So today I'm making basically chicken pot pie, but I'm making turkey pot pie. And I'm using kind of a little bit of a couple of shortcuts to make this even extra special. And so I thought I I wanted to share that with you. And just, you know, as we're wrapping up the end of the year, um, just thank so many of you for trusting me to help you with your kitchens. And, um, you know, I know many of you are, there's a lot of things going on with your families and it might be a difficult time. You know, so just honoring that as well that, um, you know, the holidays can be tough sometimes, right? So um, today I'm making turkey pot pie, and what I have in front of me is my Pepperidge Farm puff pastry. So this is one of my best shortcuts to make the best pot pies. They're so simple, so easy. So I like buying the Pepperidge Farm pastry shells instead of the sheets. They're already pre-cut into shapes. And so what I've got in front of me is I took four of the shapes, I'm making two pot pies, and they make like little octagons. So I took two of the octagons out. I thawed them out for about 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And then I just gently rolled them out a little bit flatter. And um, so they're about, uh, they're not quite my palm size. So they're a little bit less than five inches. And this will fit perfectly inside of, inside of a full size um, ramekin. So I've got a ramekin over here. And the trick is to make two of these. So Within the Pepperidge Farm box, you're going to get four pairs. So I take one pair per person, one pair per pot pie. So I've already um, heated my oven to 400. You can probably hear it in the background. And I gently rolled out just a tiny bit less than five inches, and I pushed it into the bottom of my uh, large ramekin, or like a medium-sized ramekin. And I poked some holes in the bottom, and I basically baked it for about 10 minutes. So the bottom of my ramekin already has a crispy puff pastry in the bottom of it that's baked. So I've already done that. I've got my top sitting over here. It's already been rolled out um, to about a little bit more than an eighth of an inch thickness. And again, it's, it's like roughly less than the size of my hand. So a little bit, right around four to five inches. So that's sitting on the side. And in front of me, I've got cream, a little bit of uh, flour, a tiny bit of ground cayenne, nutmeg, and my turkey right here in this Ziploc bag. And then I've got a can, a small can of peas and carrots, whole corn, and a small, very small can of green chilies. So I'm going to quickly mix up my sauce, which is a bechamel sauce. And a bechamel sauce, I'm going to turn my oven on, or turn my saucepan on. All right, let me turn my saucepan on. A bechamel sauce is a combination of, uh, it's a French term for like basic cream sauce, 
And so I'm melting some butter. I use salted butter, so I don't even add any more salt. And so I've got a little, I've got about mm, two and a half tabs of butter in the bottom of a very fairly small saucepan because I'm only making two of these. So I'm going to let that gently melt down. And I have a little bit of flour here and my nutmeg and a little small whisk. I like using my little baby whisk. It works perfect for this. Then I might add a tiny bit more salt if I need it. So I'm going to get that ready. All right. And I also have a little microplane right here. This is a small, uh, it's like a little teeny miniature cheese grater. And it works perfect for grinding my fresh nutmeg. I have a little nutmeg nut. If you've never seen a real nutmeg, it's like the size of a very small acorn. <laughs> Okay, so I have my butter melting. So while I'm doing that, I'm going to really quickly, really quickly come over here and open up a few cans uh, of my corn. And so I thought this was a really good, like, aftermarket, you know, after Thanksgiving meal. Uh, I hosted a huge uh, Thanksgiving here this week. I don't know, 25 people, which is a lot of people to cook for. And so... Um, I have two turkeys, so I have a lot of extra turkey, and um, so I'll be making chicken enchiladas, um, you know, or turkey enchiladas, turkey pot pies, but I love making turkey pot pies or chicken pot pies anyways, so I, I love them. They're so fast, so easy to make, and yet they're so homey, and I don't want to boil my butter. All right, I want my butter to turn brown, so I'm going to really quickly get my last can open here really quick my green chilies so I'm, I'm making my pot pies a tiny bit spicier meaning hotter uh, I just like it I make a lot of pot pies so I kind of get bored if I don't make something different and I came up with this I don't know a couple years ago and I just really like having a little bit of a spicier pot pie okay we're gonna make the bechamel so my butter is nice and nice and melty brown in the bottom I'm going to add about two, two forkfuls of flour in the bottom. So that's what I'm doing right here. Just take a fork, literally, I scoop two forkfuls, you know, kind of smallish forkfuls of flour in the bottom. I take my whisk, and I'm whisking the butter and the flour together. And what I'm looking for is to toast... I want to toast the flour, right? The flour needs to be cooked just a little bit. And I'm going to do a little bit of nutmeg in it. I love nutmeg, so I'm going to add... I had quite a bit of nutmeg after all this time. So right now it's just butter, flour, and nutmeg in the bottom of a very small saucepan. And I'm just waiting to kind of... I'm smelling like the butter is foaming a little bit. It's on very, very, very low heat, but my stove runs hot, right? This perzoni is hot, so I have to really watch it. It's gas, and I don't want to burn it. I don't want the flour to burn, but I want it to become just a tiny bit toasty. And so this has been like, what, I don't know, 20 seconds? Maybe it's been 30 seconds now, and I'm just waiting for the flower smell, I'm just smelling. 
over the pot, and I'm basically just waiting for the flour smell to stop smelling like flour, which is toasting the flour, cooking the flour. Okay, there we are. So now I'm drizzling my half and half into the pan, whisking the entire time. And I'm doing about mm, half a cup of flour. And I'm still whisking, and I'll turn the heat up just a tiny bit. I don't really want it to boil, but I do want the, the now the flour is going to help thicken this bechamel. Oh, and then when you have it, I drop my nutmeg. My nutmeg nut. Okay, there. All right, I'm going to do more, grate some more nutmeg directly into the sauce. Because I want a really fresh bechamel nutmeg's uh, uh, scent, right? All right. And now I need to be really, really careful because it's going to thicken really quickly. So I'm whisking, whisking, whisking. And I'm very careful of the heat sometimes. Like I have to pull it half off the burner because the stove cooks so hot, the gas. And I just basically want that bechamel to be thicker. And generally, I will now add a little bit more salt, a little bit of pepper, okay, and a little thing of ground cayenne, just a little like boop, boop, two tiny little like sprinkles, whatever you want to call them. All right, very, very, very close. I'm going to do a tiny bit more cayenne just because it is going to bake, and so some of the heat's going to kind of bake out. Okay, perfect. Turn the heat off. I take it off of the, just set it to the side. Now, here's the tip. You add just a little bit of sugar. The sugar actually accentuates the other flavors and it makes it, uh, it just makes it taste better. <laughs> like, it won't taste sweet. So I'm just sprinkling about maybe a teaspoon of sugar in right at the end. And then I keep whisking just gently, just kind of mixing it. Okay, there's my bechamel, done. That was like, what, three minutes? Put my sugar away. Okay, my cayenne's done, my nutmeg is done. Now is when I will generally sort of taste it. So I'm just, a little bit more salt. Heat is good. Bit more pepper and one more last grind with the nutmeg again I like a lot of nutmeg and I find that after I add the turkey and the chick uh, the turkey the peas and carrots and the corn a lot of that nutmeggy smell or you know smell and flavor is going to be gone so okay so it kind of looks like thick this bechamel is creamy and so in, in uh, color and it kind of looks like a thickish paste um, alright, and now I'm going to add my little bit of this, so I'm going to add about, about a quarter cup of corn, sweet corn, and about a quarter cup of peas and carrots, sometimes I do more or less, depends on kind of what I have, and like a good healthy spoon, or forkful, spoonful, doesn't really matter. I have a fork right here of my green chilies, my diced green chilies. Okay. Mm -hmm. Just gently fold that together. 
Perfect. Okay, now I'm going to add in my diced turkey. So I have quite a bit of this because we had two turkeys. And um, even though we ate a lot, I still have quite a lot left um, because we had a lot of other things. Uh, okay, so I'm probably going to add about... Turkey turned out really good too this year. Um, I'm probably going to add... This is... I like a small dice, so I'm dicing the turkey into pretty small pieces. And I'm doing about one... It's about a... It's about a half of an inch thick of one, not really a full slice, but and then I'm cross dicing it. Let me just get through this and I'll tell you how much I have left for two pot pies. Let's just see what I got. So that's about a cup. That's a full cup. Yeah, that's a full cup for two pot pies. Now, in reality, most of the time I'm making a roast turkey. You guys know I love my Pampered Chef. My roast turkey maker thing. So I do at least one roast turkey, uh, small, or sorry, at least one small roast chicken a week, right? At least. They are small though. They're like three pound chickens, okay? So I, I love the flavor of roast chicken, freshly roasted chicken, right? Rotisserie chicken. Okay, that's perfect. So what you, what I want, what I'm basically looking for consistency wise is and I'm still going to add some shredded cheese, is I don't want too much bechamel sauce. So it's mostly chicken with corn, with peas and carrots. And now the bechamel sauce is like coating all of that stuff. It's like the perfect proportion. So now I'm going to add some cheese. Let me get my grated cheese. So this is, uh, my favorite is the like Fiesta mix or whatever they call it. It's like a co combination of like sharp and white, but it's finely, um, finely shredded packaged cheese. And I'm adding about a half a cup of cheese. Obviously you could make this and it would still be good even without cheese. <laughs> like it's very flavorful even without cheese. So if you're trying to save some calories, um, you know, that's how you can do that. All right, that's it. I just barely folded in my cheese. Sometimes I will even add blue cheese chunks to this. Like again, I get really creative because these things are so bloody good. All right, so out of a package of a Pepperidge Farm pastry shells, there'll be four, four um, pairs in there, a top and a bottom, a top and a bottom, right? You would you'd be able to do four people with a full dinner because they're... One of these is fantastic. So I've got my ramekin, and now I'm just gonna scoop. I've got my puff pastry at the bottom that's already pre-cooked, and I'm just gonna slide this stuff in here. So it goes really quickly. I mean, and it looks beautiful. Like you can make this for like a party, like a date night. I guarantee you your husbands will love this, uh, or your wife, right? Happens to be listening. Mm. So delicious. Okay, so I filled it to not quite all the way to the top of a medium ramekin. And a medium ramekin is like a little bit smaller than my hand, right? It's not the little tiny ones. 
that are only like three inches in diameter. It's the bigger size from that, but not the humongous one. Not like a casserole dish. And now I take my puff pastry. Sometimes, I'll just do it because I have it. I'm going to take my little nutmeg again. And I'm going to shred just a tiny bit more nutmeg dust on the very top. And I take my pastry. Just set it right on top. Squinch the sides just the littlest bit. Poke some holes. One, two, three, four. And she's done. That's it. The top will puff up. I give it about, uh, remember, all, everything inside is basically cooked, right? The peas and carrots are cooked. The cheese is going to melt. The bechamel's already cooked. And the chicken's pre-cooked. The turkey's pre-cooked. So, you know, there's nothing really raw in here. So all that's happening is the top is, puff, is puffing up. And the cheese is melting. All that cheesy goodness together with everything else. So it cooks incredibly fast. So within 30 minutes, you can easily make four of these. And I didn't have to make any dough. That's the key. And that puff pastry really gives that crisp crunch that, that you're looking for. So I'll take a before and after picture. And I hope that is a quick fix. Something fun for you guys to do um, on this week after Thanksgiving. where you have got a bunch of leftovers and you might just be tired of it. Uh, you can just, I know a lot of you probably have a can of peas and corn, peas and carrots and corn. You have shredded cheese. And you have a little bit of ground nutmeg, milk, tiny bit of flour, and literally you just need one package of Pet Perch Farm pastry shells, and you can have four beautiful uh, pot pies uh, for dinner, okay? All right, guys, signing off. Next week, we've got our 2023, uh, you know, kitchen design stuff that's coming up, kitchen trends for the next year. And... Um, I will be doing a one last call. Anybody that wants to sign up this year, this year's pricing, you can do that before the prices go up next year for 2023. So I will be still sending that email out in December. And uh, I just wish you all the best of your holidays. I hope you're enjoying the family that you have around you. And if you're missing somebody, just know my heart is with you. And if you're struggling, feel free to reach out. You know I'm here. And uh, I wish you uh, good eats with this turkey pot pie. Great kitchen design and incredible functionality should not cost an arm and a leg. That's why I created Kitchen Remodel Rockstar, a membership group exclusive for women that's affordable, honest, and direct. For just $97 a month, we help you explore all those choices running around in your head, like how big is a granite slab? And which color should I pick? Is porcelain better than stainless steel? And what will it cost? Should I buy a farmhouse sink in single or double bowl? Or maybe what type of cabinets should I buy? Should I buy custom? Should I do a reface? I'm really lost, right? And finally, how do I even figure out the ideal cabinet layout? Well, that and so much more is what we cover inside of KRR. It's like kitchen therapy, because let's face it, planning a kitchen remodel is stressful. So many decisions to make, it's hard to know who to trust. And that's where I come in. Look, my program has helped over 10,000 women across the country create their own kitchen system that blends high-end functionality with gorgeous design without overdrafting your checking account. So jump on in today and let's see how we can help you get your dream kitchen for less stress and money. Just like Jessica, quote, I can't believe how much I learned already. This was worth the cost and it's been two days. I am so excited to start exploring countertop options now. My anxiety is completely gone. Thank you, thank you for this group. 
So, hey, I really want to add your story one day, and I hope you join because this is a safe and affordable place for women just like you to explore what they want to create in their dream kitchen and get straightforward answers in real time. Just think, for $97, there's no more waiting or wondering if you're making the right decision. Now you will feel confident in every single choice and know that you have created the best dream kitchen you can for you. I hope to see you inside the club today. Go over to krr.com to sign up. That's kitchenremodelrockstar.com today.